are listening to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast where all topics are on the table, from brotherhood and faith, culture and wisdom. So pull up a chair and join us as we talk about the things that build us up and make us strong. Welcome back to another Strong Towers Podcast. And just in case the new intro music uh, confused you and you were trying to figure out where you were, you are in the right spot. Um, and if you came upon us by accident, you're in the right spot. Stick around. Uh, so welcome to season three. Uh, this is John Ackerman and with me as always, Mike Lara, Tom Edwards. We're back. This this is really nice. Um, just for transparency, this is the last day of August. Um, this isn't going live until we get into September a little bit, but we're trying to get ahead of the game for once, you know, using the benefit of a couple years of experience now doing this. And we thought we had learned some lessons and we had this whole summer plan of rest and not procrastination. And we nailed the rest part <laughs> and I'm just going to leave it at that, <laughs> but it is really good. Uh, it's really good to be back with you guys. Um, you know, it's still COVID, so we're still doing this quasi virtual. Yeah. I'm hanging out in Mike's basement on the couch where we recorded our very first episodes ever. And Tom is just a couple miles down the road in their new digs, um, joining us via Zoom. So I, it's funny how some of this has stayed the same and how much of this is again, like it's it's just a little bit different than than how we began. And that's that seems to be the case for pretty much everybody. And that seems to be the case sort of in our maturity here at Strong Towers. Uh, so again, I mean, we haven't we haven't spent a lot of time together over the summer, not nearly as much as we wanted to, although we definitely got some opportunities. And so I feel like there's just some catching up that needs to happen. Uh, you know, one of the things we value, if you're new to listening to us at Strong Towers, we really value story, uh, particularly each other's, and just really having these deep, invested, committed relationships and friendships. Uh, both with this community that we've created, but especially amongst the three of us. And I know we've been busy. I know we've had a lot going on, and that doesn't seem possible um, because it was supposed to be summer break. But what's going on? <laughs> I don't even know how that yeah. happened. But what's, what's going on, guys? I love the fact that you define it as summer break because I think because of our history and how well we've all got into the school calendar mindset, <laughs> we all define things as summer break and yeah. back to school. And, you know, as my wife gets ready to gear up for uh, di- distance learning, digital learning, how, yeah. I don't know what the uh, what it stands for nowadays, but, you know, uh, a lot of stuff is, feels different, but yet it feels so much the same, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I know I know we're getting ready for school, back to school nights, doing all that stuff, but at the same time, it is it is different. It is a little bit harder. We, we had to meet the teacher today mm-hmm. with Kellen's first grade teacher, and that was a, a little, uh, a bit of a learning curve as we got in front of the camera and, and the, um, you know, the webcam and stuff. And hearing Kellen, they asked him, you know, hey, what are you looking forward to most next year for this next coming school year? And he's like, my own desk. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, oh man, um, well, I got, I'll, I'll have one set up for you in the basement. Right. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, at least for the time being. But I think for the Lar household, this summer has been good for us. You know, it, it, we tend to get wrapped up, I think, in many times in our and it's not a bad thing, but our community and our schedule and, and, you know, the next big thing and COVID has kind of forced us to kind of 
reach back into our family and, and, and kind of focus inward. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that has been, that has been good for everything except for, uh, my youngest's, uh, social, um, uh, awkwardness. Cause now he wants to cry every time somebody tries to pick him up. <laughs> um, but other than that, I think we're doing, we're doing well, you know, we've been, we've been getting into a good routine and everything's starting to set up just in time to mess that all up and, sure. and, and get into a new routine for, for the start yeah. of school. But, uh, how are you guys doing over there, Tom? Yeah, it's, I, I thought the same thing about the connection to the school calendar and, uh, I don't know. This year, it definitely didn't feel like that. You know, I think we sort of blended from spring break into summer and like mm-hmm. there was no definite beginning of the summer maybe is, is what it was. But um, so, yeah, we, we talked about this a little bit last season, um, but but we're uh, keeping up our, our streak of probably doing all the things you shouldn't plan on doing during <laughs> a, a quarantine. Uh so, you know, we, we moved into uh, our new place in May. Uh, so that kind of kicked off the, the new season for us. Um, and that's been awesome. Uh, having a little bit more land, having a cool old house um, that, uh, that we get to call ours now. And then just at the beginning of August, we added kiddo number four. Uh, so that's been an adventure and, and a whole new uh, chapter and that actually, you know, has been going really well. And in terms of, of uh, even just having uh, the kids um, was, you know, it was really different and, and really almost kind of nice. You know, when, when we were at the hospital, there's no visitors. And so <laughs> um, it, it was just us and, and the baby and the nurses and doctors and whatever, obviously still coming in throughout the day and whatever. But, um, but it was nice to just have kind of that focused time and yeah, now we're, we're trying to jump into the, the school year and, and uh, see what that looks like and, and how we can establish a new rhythm because I have been home the last uh, couple of weeks uh, since our son was born. And uh, so I'm, I'm working at home now for the first time in the pandemic as it seems like everybody else is starting to go back to work. Yeah, so lots of, lots of change, lots of uh, adjustment and, and things to sort of roll with. But all in all, the summer's been really nice. Uh, we have had some time for rest and, you know, we've, we've slowed down the social calendar as, as I know, uh, pretty much everybody has. And, and so, uh, being able to focus inward a little bit, like you said, Mike has, has been, uh, has been really good these last uh, couple months. How about you, John? How's it going over on the farm? <laughs> Man, this was a summer unlike, I think most others that I've had. Um, cause again, you know, we talked about that rhythm that we've had for years of summer break and summer is usually a time of travel. It's usually a time of rest. It's usually a time of, you know, recovering from the last school year before I dive into the next school year. And it just felt like all of that got nixed. Um, (laughs) you know, I, in the month of July, I think there were three days where I didn't work and you know, the other, July of 30 or 31, I can never remember, 31. So I guess the other 28 days in July, it was honestly mostly like 10 to 14 hour days between work, work, and work on the house. Yeah. And I do not remember ever being so exhausted in my life. Mm. And so that, you know, supposedly happening in the midst of summer, air quotes, break, I I just... There were so many times where I was just kind of looking around in a half stupor, like, what is happening right now? Where where am I and why is this happening? Uh, But at the same time, it was so good 
I mean, we made some really meaningful progress on the restoration of our house. Uh, you know, literally blew the roof off the place. And uh, I don't know why, but all the roofing work I've ever done in my life always seems to happen in the dead of summer. And yes, that's just horrible. stupid. <laughs> Who plans this stuff? Um, but I mean, it was it was brutal. And, you know, we had a drought here in Northern Virginia. It was 90 plus most of July. I mean, thank God it didn't rain because we were working on a roof. But it was just, it was brutal. It was absolutely brutal. And at the same time, I was sort of going through this like mental and emotional disruption of this isn't summer break because mm-hmm. I'm not going back to school. Yeah. Uh, and if, so if you caught it at the end of last season, uh, at the end of last school year, I, I felt like I was being called out of public education and into full-time service and ministry, which again, if you've not been tracking, that's sort of been a, a four or five year journey, depending on how we're counting. I was splitting time this last school year, half time in the school, half time at the, at the church and the three years ish prior, it was full-time school and part-time ministry. And, and so had felt like on the one hand, I had this sense of balance and routine, but in the other, just felt like I was being pulled in a lot of Mm -hmm. different directions without really being able to find excellence in any one of them. And so going through this summer, in some ways it just felt like, oh, you know, it's summer. But in others, especially with the focus on new work and housework, there was just this total disruption of rhythm. Mm. And so now as Facebook is reminding me of my last, I don't know, decade or so worth of first day of school pictures that my wife always (laughs) takes for me, um, I guess just it, the re- the new reality is is starting to come into focus a little bit more, mm. and you know so it's not like I I quit one job and started another because there's been this four year on ramp slash yeah. off ramp, yeah. Uh, but it's it's still weird, and you know talking with my teacher friends that are going back, and the craziness of going back to school in the midst of COVID and distance learning and and all of that, it you know people keep asking me man, you picked a good time to leave. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm at celebration yet. It honestly still feels like guilt. Mm. Like I got off the Titanic before <laughs> it went down and I'm left wondering why. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's it's been hard. And then just, I think one of the things that I started to realize, and it, it kind of struck me by surprise, but school was my anchor point mm. for my entire adult life. Mm. Like I've never not been in school. Yeah. Right? High school straight to college, college straight to public education. And so I've always lived my life on a school calendar. And as an adult, I was only ever at this one school. Wow. And so I lived my entire adulthood out of this place of work. And again, if if you're new to Strong Towers, um, go back to the beginning of season one when we all told our stories to kind of get this thing started. I moved around a lot as a kid, you know, six different states, 20 some odd moves. And I was realizing over the summer the 16 years that I spent in that place of work was the longest I was anywhere in my entire life. Yeah. And the fact that it saw me through my entire adulthood, you know, from 22 to present day and all that happened in there and to now be severed from that, I didn't realize it, but it really left me feeling like I'd been cut adrift. Like I really didn't know like it started to make sense why I was feeling like, where the heck am I and what's happening? Because that anchor point was suddenly gone. Yeah. So it, it's been a weird summer in so many respects. I mean, externally, internally, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It's just, 
I feel like I've been rolled around in the dryer for a while mm. and the door's now popped open and I'm stumbling yeah. out and, and trying to regain some sense of center. Yeah. But yeah. it's it's been a ride for sure. No, definitely. And, I, and you know, as, as somebody who's had a sideline view of your transition this summer, uh, for those of us that aren't or everybody who's not in the room, which is everybody else listening, <laughs> but those that can't see us visually can see that John has this like Eric Banna, like cool guy hair and his beard going on and his his uh, roof tan and everything that's going on with that. So I, from from my heart, dude, you're looking good and, every, and, I'm, and I'm really happy with the transition that you've you've made this summer and i know it's been a rough ride but you're uh 100 uh um, i'm loving it thanks man that's the weird like i even look different yeah i've never (laughs) been this tan in my entire life my hair's never been this long yeah it's like i look in the mirror i'm like who are you yeah 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 you definitely if you got some uh some of those oakley sunglasses i would i would have been afraid (laughs) of you coming around the uh the door Uh, no but i'm also i'm also glad that you brought up the um the rhythm because i think it's hard when you go from, you know, season to season and you're always constantly going into these different rhythms and how easy it is for us to get into those. And and they're healthy and they're great. But when those get changed, it really shows, I don't want to say what you're made of or the metal or anything like that, but it really, you have to adapt to those things. And I know like one of the things that I had to really adapt from is, is being on deployment schedules. Yeah. And as far as like everybody says like, oh, can't you wait to go home? Can't you wait to go home? And, and yeah, like I, I missed home all the time. But there was times where I, I would look forward to to deployments. It was like me time. It was I can go eat like what I want to eat. I can go work out when I want to go work out. Yeah. I can focus on 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 myself and transitioning out of the military. I kind of I kind of lost that right. And so now it's all it's very important for me to to try to identify those times on a calendar to uh, to kind of point out like the times that I need to focus on either myself whether that's working out or whether that's mm-hmm. you know uh, uh, making time uh, to hop in the word and and, and to do, to do those kind of things so something we've done in the Lauer household is we've taken time to uh, to have a, a visual and, and what I've done is I put together an acrylic calendar very crafty guys I, I got on the uh, you on, are. I, I got on some vinyl cutters and made some cool stickers and I put together this calendar not just for myself, but, you know, for the kids to kind of say, hey, you know, this is what our week looks like. Big picture, this is what our week looks like. We have things on there such as uh, the word of the week where we speak, where we pick different fruits of the spirit and kind of focus on that for the week. And we put up our, our whole, you know, work week, Monday through Friday, outlined in, in five big blocks. And then, you know, our Saturday and Sunday and how we define like ways we're going to get rest for the weekend. And it's one of those things where, you uh, and maybe this is just myself speaking but i feel like i can do so much during the week until i start to put things down right as soon as i start to put things down (laughs) on the calendar and i start to block off time and i think to myself like there is no possible way that i could drive from here to to ashburn in five minutes and be there for an hour and then spend five minutes back like wait this doesn't work out as far as math and time and so as i as we put this calendar down, as we started, you know, putting the, all this all this in place, um, it's really helped out, especially at home for, for the younger kids and, and for myself to just see, hey, this is what our week looks like. This is realistically what we have to do this week and how we can balance the yeses and our no's and our commitments in, in for the whole week. And I don't know if you guys have anything like that. Maybe I'm just new to this. Um, I know it was really easy for me to put together that digital Google family calendar, but my kids don't have smartphones. And so they're not getting the, the, the alerts that, Hey, you know, uh, this is what we have to do in 15 minutes. But, um, again, it's not just for the kids, it's for myself, but I don't know if you guys have anything like that just to kind of like put out or plan out your weeks for, for help in, uh, in organizing that. 
We have. We've been using a uh, like a chalkboard weekly. Uh, I don't know task list or or you know at least for the big events. Yeah. Um, but I think we should definitely post up some pictures of your calendar because it sounds awesome. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's come. I'll come up. But it, you know, I, I think you brought up the rhythms and and trying to lay all that stuff out. I, I think that's one of the things that that everybody has realized out of uh, COVID is your rhythms can be disrupted, right? And so we find out how either dependent we were on those or how much they they grounded us like you were talking about john of, of being in the same place for so many years and yeah. just like that that's the way we did life um you know and now uh as we as the new school year starts and and that uh doesn't look normal for the majority of people uh you know how do we how do we balance this distance learning or homeschooling or and find what that new rhythm is and like i think i think that calendar uh, idea is is actually a great tool um, and especially for the kids to have that be visual mm-hmm. have them be able to see you know our daughter has been asking us to put uh church at home up on the the weekly wall oh yeah um for for a couple of weeks now because that's you know she's excited about that she looks forward to it but it's one thing that does kind of ground her week uh is is you know we we can get online and and she doesn't realize that we could watch it whenever we wanted to watch it but (laughs) yeah uh you know like you know it's something that that we have that is is a rhythm and i think the other thing is the conversations that trying to lay something out like that forces you to have you know you and janelle need to talk about what are those big events that are going to get on the board for the week. You have to talk with the the boys about, okay, this is what's happening on, on Monday and this is what our day is going to look like today. And then tomorrow we got this coming up or, you know, so it, it forces us to have those conversations because I think, especially for me, a lot of times the, the to-do list of like, okay, this is what I want to get done this week just gets so long that like none of it ends up getting done. And I get frustrated, you know, about the, the, lack of stuff that got done just because it's not blocked out like you were talking about it's not prioritized yeah. uh, that that this is what we are saying that we are being intentional about this is what we're saying we want to put our time and our resources toward mm-hmm. and then if we don't actually have a plan for that then it all kind of just goes by the wayside as we deal with whatever comes up yeah i got nothing over here <laughs> there is no calendar. There is no chalkboard. There is no cork board. There is, <laughs> I got nothing. Um, and it's funny. I was just thinking, listening to you guys talk about this, I was flashing back again. I'm apparently having season one flashbacks. Um, I was jumping back to the conversation that we had with, um, our friend, Eric Schleninger, uh, who operates oh, yeah. in Marrow Farms. Yeah. And he was talking about just like when you work on a farm, which again, he works on a farm we conversationally label my house as a farm. It's not a farm. There's five acres and we have a small garden and we now have chickens and a farm cat. And that's the extent to which that I live an agrarian lifestyle. Like just, you know, full disclaimer. Um, and I have a tractor, but, uh, <laughs> but I've just, I've been struck by these last six months. I cannot do a Sunday through Saturday calendar anymore. I mean, so much mm. of my life has become weather dependent, temperature dependent, uh, and just sort of a, like, I, I'm very much living the reality that I know a lot of students are going to be living soon, you know, the asynchronous work. Um, I know yeah. a lot of people 
adults have seen, you know, once we got over the initial hump of COVID, they've seen more or less a return to normalcy in terms of work where it's the same pattern of work can still take place. You're still doing the same kinds of work at about the same times Mm -hmm. of day. And my work has become so asynchronous that I can really sort of plug it into wherever it needs to happen. And it's happening more in spurts than it is happening in long sustained chunks Mm -hmm. that, you know, housework. And again, it's not like house chores. It's, you know, major home renovation and care and management of five acres. And, and then work, like I just calendars to me are useless right now. <laughs> Other than recording, you know, external events. Like if I've got a meeting at at some point, yeah. if I've got you know, like whatever. But like they're they're absolutely useless to me, and I'm still finding myself in the place that I know many people were in March, where I'm regularly losing track of what day it is. Yeah, yeah. because I just I've lost any semblance of normalcy. And have yet to regain it just because of the reality that we find ourselves in. Right. That's weird. It's not necessarily bad. No, it's not. I'm, I'm kind of enjoying it, actually. Sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it does. Yeah. I was like, you're disconnected from the nine to five. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but that that piece in me that has lived that rhythm for mm-hmm. so long yeah. is still feeling, again, it's that sense of untethered. Yeah. Right? And yeah. there's a part of me that I find is is scrambling to latch on to any semblance of that normalcy, even mm-hmm. as a large part of me is like, I kind of like this. <laughs> yeah. can, can we, in whatever way would be healthy, can I find a way to maintain this? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. But even without the calendar, without the, you know, like some kind of visual board up in your kitchen or whatever, uh, you know, I, I think you still probably are engaging in a lot of the same things on a on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a whatever. You know, you, you get up and you probably brush your teeth after having breakfast or, you know, those kinds of things. And so we had this conversation a couple months ago about sort of where we wanted to go, what we wanted to do for the season. Uh, and we hit on this idea, which seems, as we've been talking about, you know, getting back to school and finding new rhythm um, seems really timely, I think with the situation that we're all finding ourselves in of what does a week look like? Yeah. Yeah. What, what do our routines look like either from those big blocked out pieces of, uh, of social activity or whatever, and down to the, the kind of minutia of the day and how do we handle some of that as well? And so actually the season's going to look a little bit different if you've been around for a while last year, especially we kind of followed this uh, overarching arc of uh, personal development, I guess you could call it, um, throughout the season. Um, And so we're going to switch it up and Michael have to come up with some real cool graphics that we can track it with uh, on our posts and whatnot. But um, we're going to look at a week. We're going to, we're going to break down the calendar and and talk about different things that happen for us on different days of the week and how we schedule and what that looks like and the things that we do want to be intentional about fitting into each week uh, so that we can make sure that we're hitting all the the things that we want to hit. And so um, we're actually, we're excited uh, to, to kind of dig into some of that uh, for ourselves, uh, you know, and and learn about why we're scheduling things the way we're scheduling them and, Mm -hmm. and how we can change that up Uh, not to be more effective necessarily, but to be more intentional. Yeah. Um, And so um, we've got a lot of, of interesting topics 
that uh, that we've kind of laid out for the different days of the week. Uh, a lot of guests that we're interested in having on to walk through some of those things this season uh, as we step through Sunday to Saturday, or uh, we still haven't figured out completely how we want to uh, <laughs> lay out the season, whether we want to just go day by day. And, uh, you know, we woke up on Saturday morning and <laughs> then we run with 30 episodes for the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, or if we want to jump around a little bit, but, but it's going to be fun. It, I think it's going to be a really good chance to, like I said, have conversations that need to be had so that this stuff doesn't just pass us by. Yeah. And I like the way you said that, Tom, that, you know, this is not about efficiency. This is not about maximizing your week. Yeah. Strong Towers did not just turn into, you know, how to get the most out of every minute of your day and right, be your yeah. most productive self. Because um, I think we'd all quit yep. real fast <laughs> if that's what this turned into. <laughs> uh, we would quit our own podcast. Uh, but this really is more about int intentionality. Yeah. And we've said, I mean, Mike, your vision for this from the beginning was, where's the one place that I can go to find all the things that I care about? Mm. Right. And, and so not that we're experts at all of this. In fact, I think what we're finding is our lack in so many mm -hmm. of these areas, but our desire to be intentional You're right. with so many of these areas in their inclusion in our life, making sure, forcing it into our rhythm so that it becomes a part of our daily or weekly or monthly or yearly lifestyle. Right. And, and that's really where we want to go with this, with this model of, you know, the days of the week is, again, it's not maximizing efficiency. It's it's maximizing intentionality. You know, what are we learning, and what are we still, you know, trying to get a hold of when it comes to fitness? Right. Because that's an area that all three of us are still working at. You know, how are we still making sure that there's space for relationships? I mean, we opened this podcast with, we haven't seen each other as much as we would have liked to mm. yep. over the last couple of months. And we know that everyone is suffering from some degree of that in COVID. Right. And so how, like, what what do we do? And again, not that we're relational experts, but we've learned some things and we're still chasing after some things. And so wanting to offer something there, you know, the intentionality that you guys mentioned with family, mm. right? And, and sort of the, the forced introspection that that's required of so many of what does our family really want to do now that we're getting so much more time together now that we're not distracted by the Monday through Friday routine of let's just get through and then try to do something fun. That's not work on the weekend before oh, yeah. we have to go back to, right. I mean, there's just, there's so many opportunities for new conversations or conversations in a new way. Mm. And that, that really feels like what we want to capture here in this next season. And so I, like Tom said, I mean, we don't know where we're going with it, but <laughs> I think there's really going to be some good opportunities here for us to come to new realizations as well as just continuing to share the conversations and stories that are coming up as we go. No, I love it. I think uh, automatically the, the visual that I'm seeing, and I'm sure everybody's read this post once or twice on Facebook, but uh, you know, that old, uh, the old analogy of the big rocks going in the jar first so yeah. that you can fill everything else up. Um, yep. And that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing our jars being filled throughout this calendar and us talking about the big rocks, the small rocks, the sand and the water and everything that we have as far as our what our regular weeks look like. So, again, guys, we we look forward to, to you guys coming on board and, and, and joining these conversations with us. 
Um, I think we're going to have a new outro, so I don't want to steal any of Tom's thunder now, but, uh, <laughs> uh, social media guys come, come, come out let's have this conversation. Um, this is probably one of the best ways for us to, to, to meet and talk and, and to kind of get into these, uh, into these topics, our, our big rocks and, and figure out what's going on next. So again, we look forward to the season. We look forward to these conversations. Yeah. The only reason I'm on Twitter speaking of social media is to get quotes from people that are really, really smart. Oh yeah. And this one just popped up today on my feed from C.S. Lewis that said, you know, friendship is born at the moment when one man says to another, wait, you too? Mm-hmm. I thought I was the only one that, you know, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And that to me just really seemed to capture the essence of what we believe in so strongly here at Strong Towers is yeah. this really is an opportunity for a whole bunch of, wait, you too? Yeah. I thought mm-hmm. I was the only one. So we're hoping that you guys come along for this journey with us in season three, that you go back and catch up on seasons one and two with where we've been so far, uh, because that really is the goal as we all continue to build up and become strong together. Love it. Yep. Good deal. Before you go, we just wanted to take a quick minute to thank you for being a part of the conversation and taking on this journey with us. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app and throw us a like or write a review. All of that helps other people find our show. If you're looking for more, head over to our website, strong-towers.com, and sign up to receive notifications whenever we release new content. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at strong underscore towers. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, We Are Strong Towers to keep the conversation going throughout the week. If you want to support the show, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash strong towers for your chance to score some strong tower swag and get access to exclusive content. We appreciate y'all and we'll see you back here real soon.